All right, good to be here with you. I know it's a little more informal than usual. I'm okay with that. Are you okay with that? I like it informal. It's nice breeze blowing. Uh, I got to hold on to my notes up here, but that's all right. And I want to address uh, all of our students tonight and all the friends and family that have joined us, the people from Bible from Bethel Baptist Church. I want to give you a little something from the Word of God. I'm excited about uh, what's going on here. I went to a Christian school too. And so this brings back memories for me, sitting in the award ceremony uh, at the Christian school, waiting for names to be called. And I know that uh, when I was in elementary, uh, I was there was three of us in our class that were competing for the uh, the academic honors, me and two girls, Carolyn Sweeta and Charlotte Sloan. I still hate those names to this day. All right. And so we were always, always waiting to the very end until here I was hoping to hear my name called that day at the award ceremony because we just we were always so close and I was glad when those girls transferred to different schools and I was able to take home the hardware and uh, we all like to win we're going to talk about a little bit tonight about being a victor or victory and uh, I hope it'll be a help to you and encouragement to you I'm just glad to get a chance to be a part of the uh, this ceremony like I guess that's a little more informal than usual but that's all right and I do want to address uh, all of our students not just our graduates but all the students and all the family and friends uh, tonight uh, as we look at just a quick verse of scripture. Uh, no doubt this school year has been different than any other school year in our lifetime. It's been very unusual, right? And uh, things have uh, uh, changed a lot in school, out of school, back and forth, trying to figure out restrictions and even at church, how we're going to have services and where we're going to have services. All those things have been different. The strangest school year of your lifetime probably just happened this last year. Uh, and uh, that's something that you've dealt with. And, and, and I've heard teachers say already, you've overcome those circumstances, right? And uh, we uh, will deal with some more changes in the future, I'm sure. But this year, more than ever, decisions have been made for us. Uh, I'm not here to make a political statement at all, for sure, just so you know that. Uh, but decisions have been made for me. I was thinking the other day that I, I'm 51 years old now, and I look back to when I was 15, and, and probably I had more freedom when I was 15 than I did when I was 51. I could go where I wanted to go when I was 15, and I could go on vacation where I wanted to go. I could visit with who I wanted, but now I'm 51 because of the restrictions. Uh, things have changed, and decisions have been made for us. Uh, learning from home, stay-at-home orders have been given. You can't travel, different things. Gathering numbers have been limited. So all those things. And here's what I want to talk to you about tonight, students, and especially uh, students and also everybody else. When things happen to us that are out of our control, sometimes we can develop a victim attitude, right? These are out of our control. Uh, if things were different, people are making decisions for me. Woe is me. It's so bad for me. Too bad for me. It's not my fault. I'm a victim. We begin to blame other people. We can make excuses for ourselves. It'd be easy, students, for you to make excuses for yourself this year and, and not push yourself toward academic uh, success or push yourself to Bible memory. Make excuses because this year's different and you could have a victim attitude, but today I want to challenge all of us that we can be a, a victor, not a victim. A victor, not a victim. And I want to look at this one quick verse from the Bible. It won't be long tonight. Just give you a, a quick challenge. Uh, we turn to the Bible tonight for some uh, encouragement and challenge at this time. So we'll be in 2 Corinthians chapter 2. I'm sure you, if you don't have your Bible, that's fine. I'm just going to read a, a quick verse for you. 2 Corinthians chapter 2, and we'll look at verse number 14. And the Bible says this, the Apostle Paul is writing, 
Now, thanks be unto God, which always causes us to triumph in Christ. I love that part of the verse. Thanks be to God, which always causes us to triumph in Christ and maketh manifest the savor of his knowledge by us in every place. Thanks be to God that causes us to triumph. And I want to explain something to you students. The word triumph, there's an interesting word. Now, the Bible wasn't written in English. We understand that. It's written in the New Testament in Greek. And so the Greek word has a little bit of a deeper meaning than just what we think of triumph. When you think of triumph, you think of winning. Like, how many of you students like to win? Are you, you like to win? Anybody there? Yeah, can you raise your hand? You like to win. Like if you're playing a game, if you're playing any kind of game, I like to win. If I'm playing a game with my family, I like to win. When I play the games with my girls, I like to win. When I play my wife and anything, I want to win. I remember when we were first dating and we went and played miniature golf and she was beating me in this, like the second to last hole. And I think she let me win. I don't care as long as I want. I don't care if she let me win or not. It doesn't matter. I won. That's all that matters, right? And I like to win. And, and that's not a bad trait. Uh, I played sports throughout my high school, my Christian school. I played sports, played basketball and, and softball and different things. And, and I wanted to, I hated to lose. We had a Bible challenge uh, um, thing we had at our church where we'd memorize scripture and we'd have qu- quiz time and stuff. And I wanted to win. I wanted to be a, on the winning side. And so the Bible here is that th- says, thanks be to God who always causes us to triumph. All right. And so it's talking about winning or having victory. Now that word triumph in the Bible here is talking about back in the day when a general would win in battle, like a decisive victory, they would bring him home and they would uh, put him on a, a, a special chariot and they'd sing songs about him and the crowd would chant his name and they put a crown on his head. And you know, it's it kind of like an award ceremony. It's, it's really what it was about. And they, were, they would usher him in as the victor, as the, as the champion, as the great general. They make a big deal of it with a crown and chariots and songs. And, and so like a parade. I don't know if you remember a couple years ago, uh, when the Toronto Raptors won the championship, all right? I'm a basketball fan. I grew up in Cleveland. So I'm a Cleveland Cavaliers fan first, but I'm a Toronto Raptors fan second. And so when the Raptors won, I was excited and I watched the parade and the millions of people that came out to show their appreciation. And that's what it was like here. When a general would come home, there'd be a parade and people would chant their names and different things. And that's what the Bible saying in Christ God, thanks be to God who always causes us to triumph in Christ. And so I want you to get that picture in your mind. Here, you're, Today we come here to honor our students because of their accomplishments. We're here to, uh, you know, I heard, you know, some names are called and someone from the back would chant their name a little bit. You know, go get it. You know, that's, that's my boy. That's my girl. That's great. You know, we're here to uh, show our approval, Right. And here the Bible says that in Christ, God always causes us to triumph. So no matter what happens in your life, you may have some things that make you a victim, but even in those circumstances, you can have victory even when you're the victim. And that's going to happen throughout your life. Things out of your control. Things that happen to you, not by your choice. And so many people let that define them. And the Bible says, no, we can get past that victim attitude and have a victor or victory spirit. Thanks be to God who always causes us to triumph. The Bible's full of examples of victims who became victors. All you that memorized your verses and studied your Bible, you would know these stories. The story of Joseph 
Now, think of the things that happened to Joseph that weren't his decision, that weren't his uh, uh, under his control. His brother sold him as a slave, right? He became a slave. That was his decision. He was a victim of that decision. Uh, the, the Potiphar's wife lied about him, sent him to jail. Is that his decision? No, he was a victim. He was an innocent victim. So throughout his life, another time when he uh, made some friends in prison and they were supposed to speak his name to the, the king and get him out, they forgot about him. He was a victim. And he could look at his life and say, oh, poor me, I, I'm a victim all the time. But he wasn't. He had a victor spirit. And through all that, God caused him to triumph. And so we can have that. It's all about your spirit and your attitude. Are you going to have a victim spirit or a victor spirit? Are you going to look for victory in Christ? And that Joseph's a great example of that. Job. Job had so many things go against him. And the, the devil himself was after him. And he was a victim of the devil's intensest attack we ever see in the Bible was focused on Job. But yet he came out victorious because in God, in Christ, we can always be uh, triumphant. We can always have victory. Job is a great example. Daniel, a great example. Daniel was a teenager probably when he was carried away from his family to a whole new world and a whole new land and was taught different customs and different things. But yet God helped him to triumph in a new land. And so these are great examples. New Testament, the apostle Paul who wrote this, it was a victim so many times. He was stoned. He was sent in prison. He was victimized over and over and over again. But his spirit through the Bible comes out as victory. He says at the end, I have finished my course. I have kept the faith. See, there is victory even when you're a victim, even when there's decisions being made for you, even when things don't go the way you want them to go. There is victory in Jesus. Isn't that the song we sing? Victory in Jesus. Do we believe that? Then let's, let's put aside the victim spirit. And take on that victor spirit and have victory. I was even thinking of Stephen in the Bible, who was preaching and they hated him and they stoned him. And you say, well, yeah, that, that's not a great triumphant story. Well, it is when it talks about how as he died and went into glory, he saw Jesus standing at the right hand of the Father. That's triumphant. That's victory, right? So it's not always victory in the eyes of this world. It's not always victory as defined by those around us. It's victory in Christ. And so thanks be to God who always causes us to triumph. There is always a route to victory. Hey, next year, I don't know what's going to happen next year with pandemic. I don't know what's going to happen next year with uh, restrictions. We have no idea. But I know this. There is a road to victory for those who keep their eyes on Jesus Christ. That's for the church. That's for the parents. That's for the pastor. That's for the students. There's always a road to victory. Thanks be to God who always causes us to triumph. The greatest example in the Bible of a victim who had victory. Has it come to your mind yet? Jesus Christ. The Bible says that Jesus Christ left heaven as God and came to earth as man. The Bible says this, he came unto his own, but his own received him not. He came to his people and he was rejected. All oh, the common people loved him, but the religious crowd hated him. He was a victim of their jealousy. He was a victim of their scheming and their planning and their plotting. He became victim of the crowd 
chanting, crucify him, crucify him, crucify him. He was beaten and crucified. Even after he was declared, I find no fault in him. He had no sin. He was the perfect son of God who died for our sins. And we know the story. After three days in the grave, Jesus Christ arose and had victory over death and hell and the grave. And he rose as victor, right? And that's why we have victory in Jesus. Listen to what the Bible says in Colossians 2.15, uh, talking about Jesus Christ and having spoiled principalities and powers, he made a show of them openly. He, he, uh, he spoiled them. He, he overcame them publicly and made a display of them. And then it says this, triumphing over them in it. There's our word triumph. Jesus Christ triumphed over death. Jesus Christ triumphed over the devil. Jesus Christ had victory. He is the greatest example of a victim who had victory. And because of his victory, teenager, young people, listen to me, because of his victory, there's victory for you. I wish I could tell you today, I look at these little kindergarten class, and I think, man, you got your whole life ahead of you. Uh, pastor said, you got, congratulations, you have 12 more years of school left. That's funny for us who are through it. And I wish I could tell you that those 12 years will just fly by with and no problems, no cares, no concerns, smooth sailing. That's not the truth, though. I can't tell you that. But I can tell you this. Every situation, there's a path to victory in Jesus Christ. Thanks be to God, which always causes us to triumph. See, even in this passage that Paul's talking about, he says in the second half of the verse, and maketh manifest the savor of his knowledge by us in every place. And he goes on to talk about, he's saying our life is a fragrance to God. Our life is a fragrance making God known. And he talks about as we make our, as we do our work for God, some people believe and some people get saved and some people reject and don't get saved. And the Bible here is telling us that either way, God is glorified. When you exalt Jesus Christ, some will receive and some will reject, but God is always glorified. And so Paul's not saying here that every, every missionary journey is a success for me. And every time I preach the gospel, everybody gets saved. He's not saying that. He's saying, my life is triumphant in Jesus Christ because I'm just trying to glorify God. And my life is a fragrance to God. So listen to that verse again. Thanks be unto God which always causes us to triumph in Christ. Hey, young people, I hope you have a strong willpower. I hope you have a strong passion. And those things are great, but that's not what causes victory. Victory comes in Christ. It's your relationship to Jesus Christ. Everyone here today, whether it be a student or a family or a friend, has either has a relationship with Jesus Christ or doesn't have a relationship with Christ. Either you've accepted Jesus Christ or you have not. And this church and this academy is all about exalting Jesus Christ as the way, the truth, and the life. And so today, if you're here today visiting and you've never asked Jesus Christ as your Savior, let me tell you, that's why we have a word ceremony. That's why we have Bethel Baptist Academy, because Jesus Christ deserves all the glory. And we want you to know that he died for you and you can accept him today. 
And students, I don't know, most of you, we are sitting there, like I've been connected to this church for a long time, and many of you, I don't, I'm looking at the last names and trying to figure out who's the parents and all that kind of stuff. Many of you, I don't know your families. It doesn't matter. What matters is, do you know Jesus Christ as your Savior? And in Christ, there is always a path to victory. And so I know it's a simple challenge, but I think it's a truth that will help you in our ever-changing world, where it's easy for us to say, oh, people are making decisions for me. I'm being victimized. Maybe even you as a, as a parent say, at work, this is not going right. I'm being treated wrong here. I'm being treated wrong there. And we have this victim spirit. Let me challenge you to find victory in Jesus Christ. Can you in that situation exalt Jesus Christ? And will your life be a sweet smell and a fragrance to God in this situation? If that's the case, then you have triumph, you have victory. Now, I'll be honest with you, as I prepared for this, I, I sent away for a gift to give to our graduates, and I was hoping they'd come, but, you know, COVID <laughs> and slowdowns and everything happened, and we didn't quite get them in time. I'm, they'll probably come in the mail on Monday, I'm thinking. So I'll get those here to you. If, if Pastor will help me with this, I'll get them to you. Uh, I just have something, a simple little gift for you to remember this day and maybe this truth. I purchased enough uh, coins. They're $2 Canadian coins, and they're commemorating the victory that uh, the, the, the army had in World War II. So it's a, a big V on the front. It says victory on the front. And I want to give that to you just to kind of remind you that not only did we have victory. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> I want to give it to you not, not to remind you of World War II, but to remind you of victory you can have in Jesus Christ. And so I apologize for not having them here today for you, uh, but I'll get those to you. And I want you to remember, no matter what you go through, there will be things that will happen. You, you will, I've been victimized in my lifetime. There have been things that have happened to me out of my control that I didn't like. It wasn't my fault, but it's all about your spirit and your attitude. How are you going to handle that? Will you come forth with victory? Well, you can. It's not through your willpower. It's not through your passion. It's not just through, it's through, in, that's what the Bible says. Thanks be to God who always causes us to triumph in Jesus Christ. See, that verse doesn't point anything, any um, attention to us. It points thanks be to God who causes us to triumph in Jesus Christ. All glory to God, all glory to Jesus Christ. He causes us to triumph. A challenging year is behind you, students and parents and families. But there's more challenges that lay ahead of us. But thanks be to God who always causes us to triumph in Christ. So in Christ, we can be victors, not victims. So really the choice is up to us. Will we look to Christ and use our life to glorify him in every circumstance if we do? then God causes us to triumph. Will you be a victim or a victor in Jesus Christ? Would you bow your head and close your eyes just for a minute? I do appreciate the opportunity to be here. I know it's an unusual circumstance, unusual service. But in the quietness of this moment, would you look inside yourself and ask yourself a couple questions? Do you know Jesus Christ as your personal savior. Have you ever made that decision and called out to him for whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. 
I was 11 years old when I called out to Jesus Christ and he changed my life. How about you? If you have not, the Bible does say today is the day of salvation. Jesus Christ is offering himself to you today. Jesus Christ doesn't force himself on anybody. He offered himself for everybody. Do you know Christ as your Savior? 